Hello, I'm Dr. Nikki, and welcome to my podcast, Quantum Activations, where we explore the science and the mysteries of the greater reality. We will also be connecting in with some amazing evolution revolutionaries along the way. I look forward to you joining me. Hello, beautiful ones. Dr. Nikki here. So what I thought I would come on today and share with you a little bit more about the laws of energy or the universal laws, as they're also called sometimes. Um, you know, where did these come from? Now, we're hearing so much today about, you know, the nature of energy, the law of attraction, manifestation, all of these things, you know, encoding our consciousness with intentions, affirmations, all uh, the whole plethora. So what we're talking about is actually working with energy and understanding how energy actually works just because that's the way that it works similar to all of our laws of physics and other science that you know that that we're taught all through universities and you know and even deeper when we start to look um, at the quantum world as well but what I wanted to share more about today is where did this information actually come from? So the laws of the universe, the law of attraction, you know, the law of vibration, the law of co-creation, all of those things. And so from what we understand from history is that in ancient Egypt, the ibis head god called Thoth wrote on a what's called an emerald tablet. And what was written on this tablet were these universal laws and what the purpose of our us understanding these universal laws is that it actually helps to empower us in our lives to be able to become the creators that we truly are you know as this information gets lost we are more or less just swimming around in the world as we know it almost being victim to our circumstance when we don't have an understanding of how we're actually contributing with our energetic imprint to what is actually happening around us. And, you know, so back in these times, ancient Egypt, there is also writings in old Greek, ancient Greek texts as well by Hermes, their god um, at the time. So these civilizations overlapped quite a lot at that time. And so these teachings were all throughout. And, you know, what the awareness of these teachings produced for us are some of the greatest thinkers that we still know today. So people like Pythagoras, um, Aristotle, Socrates, Pilato, um, you know, the list goes on. And, you know, the great halls um, of Alexandra, the libraries that were there in ancient Egypt were filled with um, initiates, um, what they were called, were people who were open to these teachings and would travel far and wide to come to learn in these great halls from the teachers who would then go on, the initiates would then go on to become the teachers. And this happened generation after generation after generation during these civilizations. And, you know, armed with this knowledge, this is why some of their basic underpinning, um, you know, theories and philosophies are still recognized today in some of the major branches of science. What happened towards the end of these times is the um, was war. You know, the Romans came, you know, didn't appreciate any 
thing that wasn't along their um, train of, you know, religious ideals and things like that. You know, the way it always went in war, with warring nations, <laughs> um, you know, for since the dawn of time, really. <laughs> um, and so what happened is a lot of this information had to go underground and, you know, the scrolls got scattered far and wide, the different texts from ancient Greece, so they um, missed all being destroyed. So the great um, library of Alexandria got burnt down and, you know, all of these sorts of things. And, you know, it wasn't until about the 15th century when a lot of this information started getting dug up again and what it actually created was the Renaissance so you've probably heard of that before, the Renaissance in um, Florence. And again, this went for a few hundred years. And again, this started to birth some more great revolutionaries. So we've got um, Shakespeare, you know, Da Vinci, Michelangelo, you know, some of those great, great architects and creators uh, all came, were all born out of that time as well, that time where it was common practice for people to be taught that we are actually creator beings and we have that capacity to co-create with the universe all the time when we start to understand these laws a bit better. And of course, as warring goes, you know, the, um, the French king didn't like the fact that, you know, the people were becoming so empowered um, in Florence and, you know, so put a stop to that and, you know, killed all these people again. And the skull scrolls again, again, went scattering around the world. And, you know, it wasn't until more recent times where this information is coming to light again. And there's a famous text you might have heard of, the Kybalion, which was written by the three initiates. Um, that's just what it says. No one knows where it came from. And it is a discussion of these original teachings. And, you know, it has been reprinted in um, numerous languages. It has been written and, you know, contemplated by numerous different authors, you know, since um, I think just after World War, uh, World War One was when it when it was first came to light for humanity. And, you know, so gradually over time, particularly since the year 2000, this information has really just gone almost mainstream in a way for people who are a little bit more open um, to an understanding that there is so much more than you know, the black and white that we often see today's world um, as. And, you know, it's quite surprising given, you know, the technology and the level of, you know, research and development that happens in, in some areas that, you know, in some other areas, um, it, it's still lagging a little bit behind. But that said, um, you know, there is more and more research coming out as we get finer instrumentation to be able to measure energy. And, you know, this is where the difficulty lies. And it's the same in science when we talk about um, the quanta, um, which are the smallest subatomic particles, which are the smallest parts inside the nucleus of atoms. You know, we really don't have that finer technology to be able to understand it as well as we will we will as you know as time progresses but what we do know is a, a lot through these ancient teachings and you know then once you're aware of these things you start to see them play out in your life and the more you allow yourself to um you know to witness what we are capable of the more of that that opens up for us as well 
you know, I'm sure if, you know, if you've been working with this sort of information and energy for a while, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, even if you're just starting to discover it, I really encourage you to, to keep going with it because really it was what fascinates me is they actually called the period the dark ages after the Renaissance. And so this is where, you know, we really as a collective hit rock bottom because we had no awareness of anything other than what we were told, you know, by the kings and, you know, rulers of, of the day. And if we did, we ended up, you know, getting um, incarcerated, burnt at the stake, all of those, you know, all of those sorts of wonderful things that are, that's scattered throughout, um, throughout history as well. But the good news is times are changing. There's so many of us waking up now to this greater reality that, you know, I really encourage you to, you know, reach out if you want to have a chit chat um, about anything. I'm always here to support you. And, you know, there, there's so many others out there now, um, you know, awakening as well. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to find out more about me, you can visit my website or you can follow me on the socials. All of the details are on the links below and reach out at any time if I can support you along your journey. Take care.